Great. Great. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> nope. <laughs> Whoops. Great. 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 Just great. Alright, well hello and welcome. Welcome and hello. Today is Thursday, which means that it is vlog day and I, I have a vlog prepared for you guys like no other vlog that you have ever seen before. It's night. It's night. And I love recording my vlogs at night. Can you see my skulls? Can you see my skulls in the background? I'm really excited. I'm really pumped for this vlog. I got a whole mess of stuff to talk about. Of course, we're going to start off with some news and advocacy and stuff like that. There's also going to be, you know, uh, the beer section. There's also going to be some shout outs in there. There's a bunch of first impressions. I do have a retro vaping segment prepared and I have a review for a thing that never got a review as well if we have time in there. And of course, we're going to wrap it all up with comments of the week as well as the raffle. There's... There's going to be a raffle. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. There needs to be a raffle. It needs to happen. We need to raise more money for the lawsuit. And we have to uh, send out some dope-ass prizes to some people. But let me get out... Uh, let me bump the microphone about a thousand times first. Let me get out my vlog notes real fast to make sure that I'm just, you know, just staying on track. That's all I ever want to do. That's what the notes are for. They're there to, to keep me on track because without them... I just get rambly and I start talking about a bunch of crap that doesn't matter. So, first thing. Oh yeah, I, you know, I actually don't have a whole mess of news this week, but someone, a fellow named Chris, sent me this article to The Guardian. And this article in The Guardian isn't necessarily an article. It's an opinion piece, which is very important depending on who wrote it, but you have to remember that these opinion pieces aren't necessarily publications of the article. There was another one, I think I'm also going to talk about it this week as well, from Forbes.com, which is also an opinion piece written by somebody else for the website. So this isn't necessarily, not that it really matters, but this isn't necessarily the Guardian, the Guardian like endorsing this. But it's a great article entitled, Vaping Saves Lives, It Would Be Madness to Ban It. Now this article was written by a fella named... David Nutt, and I'm not sure who that is. According to TheGuardian.com, Professor Nutt is a professor of, oh, wow, neuropsycho, neuropsychopharmacology. Professor of neuropsychopharmacology? Before this moment, I didn't even know that that existed, and this man is a professor of it. He's a professor of neuropsychopharmacology. That is, I need, to, I need to know what that is. Okay, 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 so it's a science. Neuropsychopharmacology is a science related to psychopharmacology, how drugs affect the mind, and fundamental neuroscience is the study of natural mechanisms that drugs act upon uh, to influence behavior. So this is a complicated, to me, to my simple non-college educated mind, uh, this is a complicated thing, but it is essentially how drugs affect the mind uh, and, and the natural mechanisms that drug, drugs act upon to influence behavior. 
I don't even know what this is. And this person, David Nutt, is a professor of it at the Imperial College in London. That is unbelievable. So I'm inclined to listen to what this man has to say. And he has a lot to say. He goes on and on. Whoops, let me turn off all sounds on my computer. He goes on and on about... Uh, you know, the Royal College of Physicians, vape, according to the Royal College of Physicians, vaping being at least 95% safer to you. He talks about public health experts. He talks about, uh, you know, uh, these these laws and this TPD that are being passed and how people should be embracing this and they're not embracing this. It's a really long article that I'm not going to read the whole thing of because I am going to read the whole thing of the next article. But he ends it in a very, in a very, very good way. He ends it by saying it is reassuring that the oversight body for public health in England has concluded from its own assessments that switching to cigarettes, switching from cigarettes to vaping will be a major benefit to public health. Some authorities, such as in Wales, are already using vaping as a tool to get smokers off of cigarettes. This technology could mean huge wins in cutting down cancer and heart disease. And in time, the evidence will surely convince even vaping's most ardent opponents. Until then, we must not let hypothetical concerns about vaping limit, limit its use, or we shall never again, we shall never gain adequate evidence of its true value in our fight against the clear and present danger of cigarettes. I stumbled through that last part, so let me attempt to read it again. Please keep in mind that this is being written by someone much more intelligent than myself, so I'm gonna to try to get through that ending again. This technology could mean huge wins in cutting down cancer and heart disease, and in time, the evidence will surely convince even vaping's most ardent opponents. Until then, we must not let hypothetical concerns about vaping limit its use, or we shall never gain adequate evidence of its true value in our fight against the clear and present danger of cigarettes. That is, dude, that is great. That is so well said, so well written. Like I said, come on, this guy's neuropsychopharmacology professor. I mean, that's Oh, that's kind of unbelievable. This is a really long article. If you are interested, I will be posting a link down in the description for you to read, absorb, share around to people. I think it's a really great article. So uh, thank you, Chris, for sending that my way. Additionally, I ran across this uh, from Google. This is another opinion piece in Forbes magazine or Forbes, you know, online. This is from Sally Satel, Satel, she's a contributor to Forbes.com. Um, this is going, this is talking about uh, Prop 56 in California. And I know not all of my subscribers are in California. So you non-Californian subscribers are probably sick to death about hearing about Proposition 56. But for those of you in California, if you are not registered to vote, please register to vote. Please, please vote no on Proposition 56. I've already voted. I already voted no on it. And that's that's all I can do. That's the most that I can do right now <laughs> myself is vote no. I can get other people I know to vote no on it. We need everybody to vote no on Proposition 56. Before we get to the article, I got this interesting thing in the mail the other day from the San Diego 
teachers recommendations for the November 8th 2016 election. If I was an uninformed voter and I had got this in the mail and I'm reading over this and I'm going, well, this is what the teachers say to vote for. These are the board members. Okay, these are all the these are all the board members. These are all the people who are giving you this information on what to vote yes on and what to vote no on. They absolutely skip Proposition 64. They want to have nothing to do with pot. They want to have nothing to do with marijuana. Apparently the San Diego teachers don't care either way if you vote yes or no on Prop 64. But Proposition 51. I don't know much about Proposition 51. They want us to vote yes. They have a one-sentence description for each proposition. Funding for K-12 through schools. Yes. Sure. If I read that, I would say, sure. Let's Fund K-12 through schools. I don't know. Why not? Proposition 52. Yes. State fees on hospitals. Federal Medi-Cal matching funds. Don't even know what that means. They want us to vote yes. And then it goes on and on through all these propositions. And then you get to Proposition 56. Yes. Vote yes on Proposition 56. San Diego teachers are saying vote yes on Proposition 56. But what is, what is their one sentence description of Proposition 56? to fund healthcare tobacco use prevention. That's all it says. Vote yes to fund healthcare and tobacco use prevention. That's not even that's not even a that's not even a, a sliver of a quarter of the truth of this entire proposition. This is nothing. This is a digestible little tidbit of crap that just says yes to fund healthcare. If I was an uninformed voter and I saw this and I went Proposition 56, yes, to fund health care, tobacco prevention. That that sounds great. That's what we're all here to do, right? That's what vaping is, is, is tobacco prevention, right? No. No, no. No, no, no. It's ridiculous. But like I said, they do skip Proposition 64. Um, I guess they don't have an opinion on, uh, on, on, the, on the reefer there, on the marijuana legalization. Interesting. Just a dumb... Just a dumb little thing. Paid for by the American Federation of Teachers Guild, Local 1931, San Diego and Grossmont, Cuyamaca County, College Districts Committee on Political Education. That's literally the most boring thing that I've ever read. Anyway, just thought that was really interesting. But Sally, Sally makes some great points here. On November 8th, Californians will vote on Proposition 60. The Condoms in Pornographic Film Initiative. A yes vote would mean that condoms and other protective measures must be used during filming. Also, the producers of the adult entertainment would not only be required to provide these supplies, but cover the costs of testing for and prevention of sexually transmitted diseases as well. California's San Fernando Valley, located in Los Angeles County, is the nation's leader in porn production. Fuck yeah, go California! The county, in fact, already mandates that adult actors wear condoms. On top of this, the state has also required that performers use condom during filming, but, it's, but is lax in enforcing it. Prop 60 tightens the policy and adds a provision about film producers' responsibilities for related cross. Three cheers, then, for California's progressive public health and harm reduction measures. 
not so fast. It turns out that the state's interest in protecting the health of pornographic actors is offset by its woefully unenlightened, even damaging approach to reducing harm to smokers. Enter Proposition 56, also to be voted on this November, which seeks to increase a tax on electronic cigarettes and vaping products beyond a $2 per pack on cigarettes. The state's purpose... Uh, the state proposes an equivalent increase in tax on other tobacco products and electronic cigarettes containing nicotine. While a $2 tax increase on cigarettes kind of makes sense, it will push at least some smokers to switch from cigarettes to less harmful nicotine products and can discourage initiation by youth. A hefty tax on less harmful tobacco products, vaping liquid, and devices is a major policy blunder. Hiking the cost of these products will undercut smokers' attempts to save money, one of the several motives reported for switching to reduced-risk products. Like I said, I am going to read this whole article because it is super good. More worrisome, perhaps, is that a comparable syntax will send the message that the alternatives are as dangerous as cigarettes. That's the best sentence I have ever read concerning Proposition 56. More worrisome, perhaps, is that a comparable syntax will send the message that the alternatives are as dangerous as sh cigarettes. A surefire way to inhibit smokers from breaking their habit by trying less hazardous options. Ideally, we want to give smokers every incentive to switch. That means implicitly advertising their relative safely, relative safety through low or even no taxation and making it cheaper to use non-combustible nicotine. The relative safety of vaping and the use of other tobacco products such as dip or snooze, whose modern versions pose a reassuringly low risk of mouth and throat cancer, and even the nicotine medications like the gum or lozenge reside in the fact that no tobacco is burned. This means that they don't produce tar or carbon monoxide among the toxic okay among the toxic substances that account for various cancers cardiovascular disease and other smoking related illnesses there is near unanimous consensus in the scientific community that e-cigarettes are less hazardous than combustible tobacco by around 95% but if you were to look to the California Department of Public Health for guidance, you would never know it. The agency's public education campaign on vaping, still blowing smoke, is riddled with half-truths, speculative harms, and massive spin. It touts, for example, a bogus formaldehyde scare that has its roots in a report the New England Journal of Medicine entitled Hidden Formaldehyde in E-Cigarette Aerosols. I promise we're really close to being done. The campaign also forments needless fear about nicotine, a substance that poses a vanquishingly small risk to otherwise healthy people. This is a little-known fact, unfortunately. With recent data from the Food and Drug Administration showing that 80% of those surveyed believe that nicotine causes cancer. What? What? An honest public health campaign, by contrast, would emphasize that non-combustibles are immensely superior to cigarettes. That taxation must reflect this differential while serving as an incentive for smokers to switch and that nicotine is not the culprit. The culprit. 
voters should reject Prop 56 and urge the next legislature to consider a $2 tax on cigarettes only. As for the medical education component of Prop 56 to be underwritten by the taxes collected on non-combustibles, one can't help but cringe at what promises to be a double blow for smokers. Not only would taxes end up discouraging them from switching to non-combustible alternatives, but the physician education it would pay for would likely be provided by the state's Department of Public Health, an agency whose very mission is to suppress the use of reduced harm products. Like adult entertainers, California smokers, it seems, need protection too. Great. 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 God, that is good. God, that is good. I'm going to post a link in the description to this article. We have already run way too long on the news because I wanted to read that whole thing. But yes, I'm going to post a link in the description to that article. Thank you, Sally Satel, for writing that. It's, it's great. It is just fantastic. Share it around. Spread it around. If you're in California, register to vote and vote no on Prop 56. I can't. I mean, I'm going to say this in every vlog until Election Day. Vote no on Prop 56. Vote no on Prop 56. So, moving forward from that bit of news, let's talk about what I've been vaping real fast. Are the skulls too much? Are they too distracting? I mean, I'm going to leave them on the whole video, whether you comment or not, because obviously I can't change the video in the middle of the video when you comment. That would I would need a time machine for that, and... <laughs> Come on, <laughs> come on. So yeah, what I have been vaping, um, I'm back on that Axis Vapes M17. It got neglected for a little while, but it's back in regular rotation. This is the one I bought off of the guy on Facebook. It's the triple six stab with acrylic combo. Got a top with the stainless steel recoil RDA, uh, a Jess Marie DHD metal head cap on top with purple because purple and matchy and matchy and stuff like that. In fact, I've been using this all day. The battery's already down to 30%. Uh, been vaping that Grim Green Signature Vlog Day Juice Lemon Cream Macaroon Cookie. Oh, it's just so delicious. This is hands down one of my favorite vapes, I mean, of all time. And I definitely, definitely, definitely did not need to drip on there at all. I mean... I, I think I just got more juice in my mouth than is left in that bottle. So delicious. So freaking delicious. Uh, I'm also still on that Surik XR box mod sleeper RDA on top. I'm down to the very last little bits of Lowrider. This is my second freaking bottle of Lowrider. And someone commented on Instagram recently that they tried Lowrider and I got juice on my hands and they really hated it. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know Lowrider is not for everyone. I personally, I, I am in love with this juice. Everybody else that I've talked to, they don't really like this juice. There's just something about it that I love. I love the flavor. I find it so satisfying. Um, it's fantastic. Don't remember the resistance. Don't remember what wattage this is set at. I've adjusted it to taste and holy crap, the sleeper, good vape, good RDA, good vape. Really good, super good. Um, I've also been vaping my red Grim Army uh, Hexome 3.0 again. I had some issues with it. It kind of just stopped working when I was in France, and I have no idea why. I have literally 
no idea why that happened. But I came home and I let it sit like on my shelf for a while and I kept looking at it and I kept going, you, you hexome, you, you're upsetting me. And then I decided, what the hell, I'm gonna throw a pharaoh on there, I'm gonna turn up the wattage to around 50. Working great. I mean, working unbelievably great. The juice I have in this pharaoh, you might remember from my Tuesday Bro Tuesday video, it's that Bonsai Vapors kick out the yams. It's the yam juice. It's the freaking yam juice, and I, I just keep vaping it because it's a freaking yam juice. It literally tastes like yams. At first I was getting that really strong, like crispy sweet brown sugar flavor. And after you vape this and vape this and vape this, that kind of goes away and the yams, like the yams really come up. It is a bizarre, but delicious fall flavor. I'm actually gonna re-wick this soon for the next Tuesday Bro Tuesday, the next random juice tasting. But I'm gonna keep this yams until like maybe the end of November. And then I'm gonna break it out again over Thanksgiving and Christmas. I'm gonna vape yams. I'm gonna vape my face off with yams. Which if I think about it, that's a sentence that I never ever thought I would say. Last thing I've been vaping is this Boss Genesis from Vaporized Nomads, DNA 200, lipo on the inside. They do the custom, super cool, custom laser everywhere graphics. This is the the, uh, the Grim Green DHD collaboration graphics on there. There's the black metal guy and fire and the DHD and the Grim Green. And it's just, it's super dope. It's super powerful. It's got a nice black MyTech switch. I kind of, really enjoy everything about this mod. I got it topped with a Twisted Messes 24 on top and uh this is the this is the end of this coil spill. Luckily, luckily Phil is such a good guy that he said, "I noticed you were out. I sent you some more coil spill. I've got another 60 ml bottle of it and without even missing a beat, I'm just going to keep vaping it. I'm just going to keep vaping this coil spill, the RKOI. This is a juice that is just barely on that borderline of being too sweet. I really enjoy it so much because it reminds me of when I went out to Palm Springs and I forgot all of my vapes and this was the only juice I had and I kind of like I kind of fell in love with it on that trip, but it's been super good. This is a 0.16 at 90 watts, nice and warm. God damn, that's a good vape. That is Really wow, just a really wow good vape. So yeah, boom, quick and simple. Not too many, not going overboard there. Um, what I wanna do now after what I've been vaping is that always makes me thirsty, so it is time. You see it over there? It's time for the beer section. done this in a while. So this week for beer, I got a beer from Stone. Again, once again, Stone, just one of my favorite breweries of all time. They're based out of San Diego, California here. This is their Chocoveza beer, and I've had this, I believe I have had this on the vlog before. I think it came out this summer, but this is really more of a wintertime beer. This is a winter-spiced mocha stout. And if Nick from Daily Vape TV is watching, I went and picked up a bottle of that beer, the Kaiser. We're going to be tasting this beer next week. So if anybody wants to join me next week and drink the same beer as the vlog beer, 
go to your local whatever, liquor store, Total Wine, BevMo, look for the Kaiser from Avery Brewing. This is an Imperial Oktoberfest lager. I thought it sounded interesting. Nick vouched for it. So that's what we're going to be tasting next week, the Kaiser. So we can maybe all kind of drink the same beer at the same time. But right now I need to pour this Choco Vesa into a glass. I'm just using a you know, Chimay goblet, because why not? Because Chimay. Now, this beer, even just pouring it, it is dark. I mean, it looks like motor oil. Little to no head on top. Hi, microphone. Little to no head on top. It's a very, very dark tan head. Uh, reading the description, Stone says, Our chocolatey winter-spiced mocha stout is back. This insanely delicious take on Mexican hot chocolate is crafted with cocoa, coffee, pastilla peppers, vanilla, cinnamon, and nutmeg. First brewed in 2014 with San Diego home brewer Chris Banker after his recipe was named the winter, the winner of our annual homebrew competition. It quickly became cross-country sensation as craft beer media and fans cheered for Stone's Chocoveza and clamored for more. We too love this beer, so of course we caroled, car I don't know, something in Spanish that I don't understand. Anyway, Stone, Chocoveza. I'm expecting, I mean, I'm expecting chocolatey, spicy stout. So cheers, here's to you, all my vlog viewers. Uh, it's really super coffee-y. I mean, unbelievably coffee-y. Even before I, the first bit of it hit my mouth, I could smell it as I was bringing it up to my nose, and it smelled like you had just walked into a freaking Starbucks. Like it smells like freshly, freshly roasted coffee beans, like freshly roasted, freshly ground coffee beans. I get an overwhelming coffee sensation from this beer. That is unbelievable. That is the that is the craziest flavor. There's a little bit of like spiciness, but not like like pepper spiciness, but like nutmeggy cardamom style spiciness, very nutmeggy, very coffee-y, very thick and heavy in the mouth. This is a very, very stouty, stouty stout. It is rich, rich with flavor. What the crap do I have that would possibly pair with this? <laughs> I literally have no idea. May I'm an I'll give Yig a go and I'll give the Yams a go. Why not? Let's try it. For some reason, I don't think Yig I don't know. Let's give it a try. You know what? Keep an open mind. Um, Yig, what I picture pairing with this beer is a really heavy flavor, like a heavy bakery flavor or like donut pounder or something like with a heavy, heavy bakery flavor to it. Um, Yig, as dark, you know, as rich as Yig is, it might not be I mean, it might even it might taste light compared to this beer. But now let's give it a try. Not entirely bad. Not entirely bad at all. Yeah, not, I mean, that's a perfectly passable, acceptable beer pairing. Now, let's try this. Let's try these freaking yams. I know I just dripped, so I'm good to go. Let's try it. Yams and Shokoveza. Why not? Because, because vape pairing. Wow, I hate to say it, but that is, <laughs> that's kind of amazing. That's actually kind of amazing. 
the 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 sweetness of the juice that like crispy brown sugar is complementing the coffee notes in this in this beer so well it is almost ridiculous um now that i've tasted it let's uh let's click over to beer advocate and see what they have to say Oh yeah, it's very super, very highly rated beer. Let's read what one of the top reviewers has to say about this particular beer. Pours an opaque brown, foamy khaki head that settles into a partial film on top of the beer. Small dots lace form around the glass on the drink down. Smell is of dark roasted malt, cocoa, coffee, cinnamon, and vanilla aromas. Taste is much of the same with cocoa, coffee, vanilla, cinnamon, and a slight pepper flavor on the finish. There is a mild amount of roasty bitterness with a very mild pepper heat on the palate with each sip. See, I didn't get any of that. I did not get pepper in the finish at all. It's it's coffee. It's like upfront coffee cinnamon. Yeah, the coffee is very overwhelming in this beer. I don't get any like peppery pepperness. Um, it says this is a very good beer. Fantastic aromas and flavors to make this one to treat drink. Makes it a treat. Makes what? Makes this one a treat to drink. So yeah, there you go. Thanks, Stone. Thanks, Chocoveza. I picked this up. A six pack, I think, was like 10 or 12 bucks at the local BevMo. If you have Stone in your area, I highly recommend checking out the Chocoveza beer. I think it is just delicious. And you know what? It pairs with a freaking yam flavored juice. So think about that. Let's move on now to some shout outs. Cheers, everyone. Well, I do have some shout outs here to do. The first shout out was a comment, actually. Chris wrote, I don't remember which video it was on, but he said, hey, Nick, could you shout out my longtime girlfriend's GoFundMe campaign? She needs gallbladder surgery within the next month or she could die. She doesn't have any insurance. So Chris, I went to the GoFundMe page. It says campaign not found. I clicked your link. It went to GoFundMe. It says campaign not found. If you can email me, nick at grimgreen.com, a link to the GoFundMe, I will absolutely put it in the description to this video. Um, that's crazy. That's insane. Obviously, yeah, we need to help each other out as much as possible. She needs gallbladder surgery in the next month or she could die. I mean, that's horrible. That's just a horrible thing. Uh, Chris, you are shouted out. Chris's girlfriend who needs gallbladder surgery, I hope you get the money for your gallbladder surgery. Um, I, I don't I don't want you to die. I'm, I know that Chris doesn't want you to die. So Chris, if you can get me a link to the GoFundMe or at least let me know if it's a, if it's already been met, if, if all the money has been raised for the GoFundMe, then absolutely, then that's also a really good thing too. Um, got a shout out here from a girl named Jen. She wrote to me and said, Nick, uh, hey Nick, I hope you had a great trip. I wanted to share this with you. I'm a new grandma and I was babysitting with my Toot Life shirt and I thought you would like to see this. Born on the 25th of September, seven pounds, one ounces, Fiona Elise. And maybe she says, maybe a shout out, like just kind of casually throwing it in there, maybe a shout out to my son, uh, Christian and daughter-in-law, Kristen, who met while stationed in Afghanistan uh, and have been married almost three years now. I am one proud grandma. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are all shouted out. Jen, you are shouted out for rocking the Toot Life shirt. Uh, the child's name, who I can't, clearly am not good at pronouncing, Fiona Alice. 
You are shouted out, Christian and Kristen. Christian and Kristen met while stationed in Afghanistan. You are both shouted out. Uh, I wish you nothing but just years and years of happiness and raising children and being happy and and being tobacco free. I think that's just uh, I think that's just awesome, Jen. Thank you so much for saying that with me. In fact, uh, before I forget, I am going to save this photo. Uh, I got another shout out here for. Let me, I can't, I can't even remember. Oh, it's a, it's a podcast. There's another vaping podcast out there. And for those of you that don't know, Ruby Rue and myself, we do uh, what we feel is, I mean, what we feel is a really good podcast. It's called The Culture of Clouds. You can find it on cultureofclouds.com. Search on iTunes for Culture of Clouds. Search on SoundCloud for Culture of Clouds. Um, it's fun. We have a great time. And this fella reached out to me and said... Um, that he does a podcast with some friends of his people. Um, it, he said it has heavy vape undertones, but it's also more a general life and shit podcast. We just waffle insane crap and hope people find it at least mildly amusing. Um, it was mildly amusing. I listened to it and I thought it was a really great podcast. So I'm going to link down in the description to ramblingvapors.podbean.com, which I have never heard of this website, Podbean. This is something that you would like to see the culture of clouds on. Just let me know and I'm sure we can make it happen. But they're called the Rambling Vapors and they do a podcast. And it's actually a really funny, good sounding podcast. And it's fun. Um, I I I like these guys. I think they do a good podcast. So, boom. You guys are absolutely shouted out. And like I said, I'll post a link down in the description to ramblingvapors.podbean.com. Let me make sure that it's actually in my description. I edit my description as I'm doing the vlog. Uh, nope, it's not in there yet. So, let me copy this. HTTP rambling vapors podbean.com and then I'm going to go over here ready oh this is thrilling thrilling video I'm also going to give a shout out to a guy here Diego that didn't he didn't necessarily ask for a shout out he's a 23 year old guy from Switzerland he says I discovered your videos last August and I started to educate myself on e-cigarettes I've been a smoker since I was 14 or 15 and I smoked uh, a half a pack a day. Uh, I'm smoke free since last September. Uh, thanks to you with uh, last September. Thanks to you with very setbacks at the beginning. Um, also, I should mention he's from he's from Switzerland. Um, so I'm kind of stumbling over his words. He goes over everything he's ever vaped. He, he gave me a very, very long story. And at the end, he ended it by saying that he was in a death metal band. And that like I'm reading through this and I'm like, that's great. That is really good. You know what? I love hearing success stories. I love hearing how people went through the switch or maybe struggled a little bit or didn't struggle at all and blah, 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 and this, that, and the other. And he said, by the way, I'm in a death metal band called Vivrum, V-I-R-V-U-M. Tell me how to say that. Vivrum? Vivrum sounds like a vitamin or like a shampoo, maybe? Anyway, the band's name is Vivrum and... Dude, they are really good. If you're into death metal, I'm going to post a link down in the description to uh, where you can check out Vivra. Let's listen. Let's listen a little bit. Oh, that's too loud. Can you hear that? They do this kind of like melodic-y 
death metal-y kind of thing going on. It's great. I I've listened to this song. That's what you need to do, just this. Anyway, if you're into death metal, give Vibram a shot. Uh, it's I love supporting artists. I love supporting any artist, especially musician artists. If you're a musician, then we are already best friends. I, I've been a musician my whole life. I love listening to other bands, and I love I love meeting vapors like Lou from Sourvein, who are vapors, and they're also artists. They're also musicians, and that just that just warms my heart. I feel a, a definitely a special sort of friendship, kinship sort of thing going on with uh, musicians who are also vapors, who were musicians first before they were vapors, and then they're still musicians. Anyway, I'm just rambling right now. If you're into death metal, go check out Vivrum. I'll post a link down in the description to their band camp where you can listen to it. But Diego, you and your whole band Vivrum are uh, definitely... Definitely shout it out. I think that's awesome. Uh, I got time for one more shout out. So this is another person who I've been into giving shout outs, you know, recently for people that don't necessarily ask for shout outs. So Gareth wrote to me and he wrote me again, a, a, a reasonably long email. He talks about how he likes the EU adventures. He talks about how he loves Tuesday Bro Tuesday. He watches the vlog. He does this, that, and the other. And then at the very end, uh, this is a British fellow. He wraps it up by saying, we have the TPD. In the US, you have the FDA. And in Thailand, they have jail. <laughs> that is a harsh truth right there. Three different degrees of shittiness, but with one common denominator. I have recently returned from a holiday in Mexico where I found the exact same thing. The importation and sale of vaping products is prohibited, yet vaping continues to thrive. People are resilient. Continue your work. Uh, consider yourself shouted out from here in Harlow, Essex, and give yourself a Royal British pat on the back. A Royal British pat on the back. What, I don't even know what that looks like. Like this, maybe? Or like, <laughs> royal. Need a sword or something? Do they have swords? I don't know. Anyway, Gareth, thank you for your email. Um, you didn't ask for a shout-out, but you're getting a shout-out anyway. Um, and you're absolutely right. People are resilient. Um, it's unfortunate that we have the TPD. It's unfortunate that we have the FDA. And it's unfortunate that in Thailand they have J-A-I-L. Jail. You will get jailed for trying to have a, according to the Royal College of Physicians, a 95% less harmful alternative to traditional tobacco cigarettes. That just, fuck, that drives me insane. Anyway, I think uh, I think we're good. I think I'm gonna wrap up some, wrap up those shout outs. I have a long, a long list of shout outs, you guys. I apologize. I have shout outs dating back to like, April, I think, March. I have... Okay, let's just do one more. Let's try to do one more. Um, let's try to do one more. Oscar wrote to me in freaking January, and I didn't do a shout-out for him yet. Hey, Nick, this is Sergio. See? Now you're a liar. Your email says Oscar, and you said your name is Sergio. I just want to tell you that I love your videos, and if you can get a shout-out to my best friend's Chris, he's the sole reason why I started... Vaping, we used to smoke packs of cigarettes at the time. We had just turned 18. He ended up joining the Navy once he got back from boot camp and came home with a mech mod and introduced me to vaping. And it has 
has been history in the making. We've been tobacco free for three years. He's basically like a brother to me. It would be awesome if you could give him a shout out. Yes, Oscar slash Sergio, you are shouted out. Chris, boom, absolutely you are shouted out. Thank you for your service and thank you for introducing uh, Oscar Sergio to uh, to vaping. There you go. So that's awesome. Um, scratch one off the box from January, but these date back to, I have a couple from February. I mean, they just... They pile up so quickly. Everybody, everybody, everybody wants, everybody wants a shout out. You know what I mean? Everybody, everybody wants one. So that's going to wrap up this shout outs. Um, what we have to dig into now is a, a pretty good little first impression segment over here. All right. So the first thing we're going to talk about in first impressions, um, this is something I picked up in Paris. Uh, I'm not sure if I've shown it on video. I might have shown it on video. What is even the name of this freaking box mod? Oh, this is called the Oni ONI-133. This is a dual 18650 DNA-200, which means it is a dual 18650 DNA-133, which is just one of my favorite, favorite things in the world. I love. Oh, pardon me, Rick. Wow. Sorry, Sheik. I know you hate that too. Sorry. This is the Oni 133 from Asmodus and I got it in all white and it kind of looks like the, the Joe Lit 44. Like it's got like uh, plastic across the front here. It's got plastic buttons. I mean, the buttons are the same. It kind of is, it looks like a small little Joe Lit 44. And I had a prototype of this in a vlog a very long time ago, but this is actually the finished product. I already put stickers on it. There's a Grim DHD sticker. There's a Twisted Messes sticker right there. I put two black and white stickers on here because the whole theme of it is kind of black and white. But with the DNA 200, when you throw two 18650s at it, it becomes a DNA 133. And it is literally, that's, that's one of my favorite things. Like if I could pick my perfect mod, it would be something similar to this. Dual 18650 DNA 133. I just I just love it. If they could make a Minikin Kodama with a DNA 133 in it, done. That's it. I mean, that would be an amazing mod. A lot of people, a lot of people are looking for DNAs. People always constantly are emailing me, which DNA 200 should I get? Which DNA 200 should I get? Why are they all $200? Why is it so expensive? If you want to try out that good DNA vape, that good DNA flat signal vape, you don't necessarily need a DNA 200. You can get away with a DNA 133 and you will still have a very great vape. Um, I have the Aromamizer Supreme Light from my Tuesday Bro Tuesday video. I ran out of that uh, cozy custard juice. Literally, I vaped all of it. It's gone. So I threw some weirdo vape weirdo juice in here. Uh, it's been just as good. 0.30 at 60 watts. This is a 0.30 ohm dual coil at 60 watts. It's a great little vape on this. I love the DNA boards. I mean, scratch that. I love the DNA 200. I love it as the DNA 200 and I love it as the DNA 133. The great thing about this mod, $119. That's it. For a dual 18650 and you get the DNA board in there, $119. Now they have fancier ones that are like shiny, like the shiny purple and the shiny gold and the shiny blue and the shiny chrome edition that are 150. But if you want a basic color, black, that's it. 120 bucks will get you 
a legit, authentic DNA board in here. And while we're on the subject of DNA boards, Evolve, if you're listening, please support Mac. I'm 100% Mac now, and it bothers me that there's no eScribe. And people keep telling me, oh, install a bootloader, and you can run Windows in parallel with... I'm not doing all of that just for eScribe. That's all I would be doing it for is just for eScribe. To spend five minutes in eScribe changing this to like the battery percent and then changing this to one watt increments. That's all I would be doing. It would be like literally three seconds of time in eScribe and I'd have to go through all this song and dance of like bootloader for Windows and running it parallel with the Mac OS X. No, I'm not going to do that. Evolve. Just get with the times already and support Mac. I think it's ridiculous that you don't. And now, as a Mac owner, it's upsetting me even more. Like, it kind of bothered me before, but now it really upsets me more. Evolve. But anyway, not much to talk about. DNA 133, nice little box, nice little magnetic door uh, on the on the front that's a little bit difficult, I guess, to get off. Got my two sub-ohm cells in there, and I don't think the sub-ohm cells are like... Fantastic batteries. That's just what I had charged. But magnetic battery door fits on there nice. No play. Up, down, side to side. I've actually really enjoyed my time with this. I've also really enjoyed this Aromamizer Supreme Light. Um, if you want to know more about the Aromamizer Supreme Light, I'm currently reviewing it in my Tuesday Bro Tuesday video. I think it started in episode 5. It's probably going to go to episode 7. But anyway, yeah. Good, good little thing. Good little, good little guy right there. Good, good little guy right there. So I have this atomizer here. This atomizer right here is the Maramusa. It comes from Mars Team. This is the same people that made, if you remember, the Yokozuna sub-ohm tank. This is their drip tank. It's got a little tiny tank here at the bottom. It's got a little two-post deck right here. I've already got it built with some 24-gauge anarchist nichrome wire on there. It's all wicked and ready to go. I haven't vaped it at all. I've been waiting for this first impressions before I put any juice on here. I have some juice. I'm going to put some caramelized banana on here just because it's getting to be like fall times. And when it's fall times, I like to have like my fall juices that are a little bit more deep and dark, a little bit more bakery-ish, stuff like that. Um, as it stands on this deck, there's no real way to fill up this tank. It's it's a chore. It's difficult. There's no holes or doors or any openings to kind of fill up this tank. So what I think I'm going to do is just treat it like a dripper. I'm going to treat it like I treated the theorem. What I'm going to do is grab my little tool guy here. I'm going to make some holes, some space outside of the wick. There's some space here outside of the wick. Sure. There's kind of an opening like all the way around. Okay, there's an opening all the way around. The tank is bigger than the deck. There's a little bit of an opening all the way around. So if you really go bananas and over drip, yeah, it's just going to go down into those holes and actually go into the tank down there. So you can kind of treat it like a dripper with a really big juice flow hole. This is one, two, three, four, five. This is a 0.27. Right now, I have it set to a measly 35 watts, which I am going to turn way up. Sure, let's try 70 watts at first. 
nice uh, comfortable drip tip. This comes with a, a bunch of different options on top. You can have stainless steel and then you can have that like gold plastic which does have a name and I can't remember the name of it style drip tip or you can have the plastic top with a black drip tip. This drip tip really really super comfortable in the mouth. <laughs> Really nice airflow. There's like three slots straight across. Anyway, this is my literal first vape on this. Let's give it a try. Yeah, nice. The airflow is a little bit on the loud side. You hear that? Do you hear the airflow happening? I don't know. It just seemed kind of loud on that first toot there. Really good performance, really nice, nice flavor. Really nice. I mean, this is caramelized banana. It's a juice I am very, very familiar with. I've been vaping this for literally years on end. 70 watts kind of seems a bit high for a 0.3 just with this build. Like I said, this is a dual 24 gauge anarchist niachrome build on here around a 2.5 millimeter. It's basically a ruby build. Came out to 0.28 ohms. Good. This is a really damn good vape. This is a Japanese atomizer. I'm going to link down in the description to marsteam.co.jp and they have releases, new product, the Maramusa RDA. It's an RDTA kind of. It's got a little tank down here, but I I don't know how big of a fan I am of like filling that tank up. I kind of would rather just treat this as a big as a big dripper that has like a really deep juice flow. So if I drip that in there and kind of let it sit a little bit, that juice, like I said, the deck is smaller than the tank. So there's a little ring all the way around that juice can flow down into that tank right there. And you can probably get a good, I don't know, nine or 10 pulls off of this before you need to re-drip. It's got a nice big two-post deck, very, very reminiscent of the uh, like the Dot Mod Petri, like the V2, like two big posts, kind of like a comp vape deck almost. Two big posts, two big wire holes in the posts. It's nice. It's nice and easy to build on. It really didn't take me any time at all. I'll leave some links down in the description to where you can check it out if you are interested. There's They show you like the exploded view and like here's how the tank goes into the thing, goes into the deck, goes into this, goes into the top cap, and then there's a drip tip or you can just put this drip dip directly on the top cap. I personally, I really just like the way this looks. I think it kind of looks even classy on this Lost Vape, you know, uh, Therion DNA 75 with... DNA 75 with two 18650s is actually pretty nice. I've only got it set to 60 watts and it's doing really good. So yeah, that's the Maramusa RDA over there from Mars Team out of Japan. You can check it out if you're interested. I'll have a link down in the description. Next thing I want to talk about right here, this is the Kreez, Crazy. I don't know. It's a thing. It's like this all-in-one tank thing this i'm not even joking this is the mod it has this magnetic sort of oh, pardon me like enclosure on top that really snaps on with authority then you have a little mouthpiece there airflow comes in from the top and then you can pop this out and you have a tank right there that you drop in here that's all magnetic it's all everything's magnetic which is great it kind of falls in there, locks into place, then this snaps on top, put it in your pocket when you're not using it, pop this off, 
and vape. It's got an internal lipo. It has like a five on five off situation. I don't see any way to adjust any sort of wattage or anything like that. This is my literal first impressions. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna unscrew this little cap right here with an O-ring on it. And it's got a nice, nice big tank in there. And the juice I'm gonna put in here is a gamble. I mean, this is a gamble. This is called, are you in a jam on toast? Jam on toast from Deadline E-Liquids. This is the last one from the Plumes of Hazard that I have yet to try. But I'm basically just gonna fill up this whole tank Filling it up, filling it up, filling it up to the top. Fill it up. I'm trying a juice I've never tried in a tank system before, which is just bizarre to me. So I'm going to screw this down. I have no idea what they're using down there for wick. It kind of looks like cotton, but it does not look like it's getting saturated at all. There's a sticker on the bottom here that says fill first. And I don't know if I'm supposed to peel this off or not. I have a feeling that I am supposed to peel this off because it comes off really, yes, very easily. Those are the contacts. So you pull that sticker off and it exposes the contacts. So what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna cover up the juice or the airflow holes and I'm gonna try to get this cotton or whatever wick they're using at the bottom to be a little bit more saturated. Some bubbles happening there, okay, not bad. Couple more bubbles. That wick at the bottom. Still not looking super saturated. You can kind of see through. It's transparent. It doesn't look like it's getting super saturated. A lot more bubbles happening. Okay, I'm just going to keep going one more time. All right, well, shit, that, that seems good enough for me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pop this on here. I'm going to turn it on. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, now the, now the lights are happening on the front. Okay, let's... This is literally the first time I've tried this. Let's see how it goes. Additionally, we're going to be judging the crap out of this juice, too. Okay. Okay. Tastes good. Tastes like uh, some sort of like raspberry strawberry jam going on there. It's vaping. It's vaping nice. Um, cotton seems nice and wet at the bottom. This just, I mean, this really stays in there. Look at that. I got a full tank in there. It's not falling out or popping out at all. It's staying in there quite nice. The vapor on it is very, very cool. I love hot, hot vapes. This is the, the polar opposite of a hot, hot vape. Flavor isn't really coming through really well. It tastes um, kind of muted, kind of a little bit boring even. But it's producing the vapor. I'm gonna, let me do this a couple more times. Get that juice flowing in there. That one actually tasted just a little bit flooded. Um, if I'm being completely honest, the flavor on this isn't fantastic, but it is very convenient. I mean, you have a little tank here that you can fill up with your own juice. It just pops in and then you can cover your mouthpiece like this. Like I could put this in my pocket and take this with me to Disneyland, get to a smoker area. And just have a couple vapes. Um, 
I would really like to try this with some 6 milligram, or at least uh, maybe a different juice. I don't know if it's the juice or what, but it feels weak. It feels really weak. The vapor feels like cold almost. There's no sort of menu system or anything. You just press the button and you vape. There's a USB charger right there. Airflow's on top. This is all sealed up. It's, it's vaping well. It feels nice and saturated. I'm just not getting a whole ton of flavor from this. In fact, that time I actually got a touch of juice in my mouth. So let's get to this website. I wanna see how much this thing costs. World's first modular box mod, the sexiest mod Cree has ever designed. Let's learn more, shall we Cree? Does come in silver, black, and rose gold, which I know a lot of people that would be pumped on the rose gold. Thin and portable, uh, fits completely in your pocket. It does, I mean, this is the best part, that thing. Right there, snaps on both ways. There's no wrong way to put it on. It snaps on and it hangs on there. Ah, pretty, pretty well. I'm surprised that that didn't just fall off there, but it protects your, your little mouthpiece there from dust or debris or particulates or whatever. You just put it in your pocket like a phone, pull it out, go, okay, pop the top. Time to do some freaking vaping, right, bro? Clouds roll clouds. Let's get to the specs. Let's get to the specs here. I don't care about a 360 review of it. Okay, uh, the Cree is designed for crazy vapors. No burning taste, no lack of power, and cheerful vaping all day. Uh, 30 watts for 24 hours. That's what they're saying. It can do 30 watts for 24 hours. What does that even mean? 30 watts for 24 hours? Two clearomizers per set. You can enjoy two flavors, one second to replace to another flavor. So they give you two in the box, advanced design, safe, stable, and secure. The design of the Cree Z presents a box mod to the world so that everyone has a safe and happy vape. Unique design offers a cooling box mod when you are vaping. This is a little bit uh, broken English, no big deal. Magnetic connection system, no rust, no dust. Atomizer cover and battery, magnetic connection. That's it. There's no specs. There's no like, how big is the battery? What does that battery say? Okay, so it has a 1300 mAh, 3.7 volt battery. So it's an unregulated box? It doesn't say on here whether it's regulated or unregulated. I don't know. I'm going to post a link in the description. It's pretty cool. It doesn't even have a, like a shopping. Oh, here we go. Buy now. Let's buy it. Yes. No, let's buy it. I want to buy it. Let me buy it. Why won't you let me buy it? Wholesale. That's all there is. Learn about the crazy at clearomizer. Okay. This is all about the clearomizer. There you go. Unique design. Nah, 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 nah. Horizontal coil in there. It does look like it's made with cotton. The tank is PCTG. Unique electrode connections. 510 mouthpiece. 510 mouthpiece? What? 510 is a type of threading, you silly, silly company. Oh, you can... Oh, okay. Does this mouthpiece unscrew? Oh, no. It's just a... It's just an O-ring 510 drip tip. I get it. I get it now. Can I put this on here? Oh man, it doesn't fit, but that looks cooler. 
Okay, well, basically no 510 drip tips that I have will fit in there, so we're just going to leave it with the stock 510 drip tip. Oh, that is so freaking smart. I didn't know this. This stays on the top to cover your 510 when you're not using it. Boom, it clips onto the bottom. So you don't, it's not something you have to like hold or put in your pocket. It just clips to the bottom. That is so freaking smart, man. Okay, all, the only thing they don't have on here is a freaking price. When you go to buy now, it does nothing. It's not even a link. It doesn't even link to anywhere. So if you can find this and track it down, I'll try to do some Google Foo and see how much it costs. Kind of cool, man. I, I, I'm kind of impressed by this. The flavor isn't like the best that I've ever had, but it's so damn convenient. I love this magnetic thing, and I love the little tank that you fill up, and it just drops in there, and it doesn't ever freaking fall out, and this covers your thing, and then when you're vaping it, you kind of pop this on the bottom like that. I mean, that is... That's so smart. That's just smart. It's a really smart design. I I need to spend much more time with this, obviously, before it enters the review queue on Tuesday, bro, Tuesday. But so far, I think it's cool. I think it's really cool. I wish it had better flavor, but I think it's really cool. I'm going to put a link down in the description to where you can check it out. If anybody knows where to buy it, post. let me know in the comments. Uh, if you find a link where you can buy it, please post it in the comments, and I'll put it in the description so that everybody has access to it. So, yeah. Uh, what else do we have for first impressions? Oh, yeah. I got some new stuff from Wismac. I can't believe I almost forgot about this. You know what I got in the mail? This is the Noisy Cricket version 2, or they're calling it... The Noisy Cricket 2-25. The Noisy Cricket 2-25? What, what does that even mean, Wismack? This is, in reality, the newest, most updated version of the Noisy Cricket. The Noisy Cricket 2-25. This is kind of a little marvelous thing. I've only had it for one day, so I'm still kind of learning it, but it can do unregulated series, it can do unregulated parallel, and it can do regulated series from uh, like three to six volts. You adjust the voltage on it. Right now, do you see the white light behind the switch? Right now, I have this in series configuration. It's running full unregulated series. I have the Twisted Messes Gold AF on here. I have around a 0.35 ohm dual fused Clapton on here. I'm vaping this Anarchist juice, which is supposed to taste like graham cracker marshmallows. All it really tastes like is like hot sweetness in my mouth. I don't, I'm not getting any subtleties of this juice. It just tastes like intense hot sweetness in my mouth. And it's been a while since I've had like a real solid unregulated series vape. I forgot how great they are and I forgot how just warm and intense they are. This is like like a three second hit. And you get intense nice warm vapor in your mouth and it's just huge and intense and warm. I, I've really, I've, I forgot. I forgot how much I like the noisy cricket, um, and I forgot how much I like series unregulated. It's just so freaking intense, and there's juice leaking out of my twisted messes. But yeah, that juice, while delicious, is 
Remember my sweetness line? It's over the line. It's over the line on sweetness, and there's no like delicacies, like delicate flavors in it. It's just like sweetness. Here you go. Here you like bakery sweetness? Here it is, all up in your mouth hole. So the way that you adjust this is a little bit complicated. There's a little dial right here. And right now in this mode, it does nothing. It just literally does nothing. It's it's the the screen is or the 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 light behind the button is white, so that means it's pure unregulated series box mode. Now if you click it five off, one, two, three, four, five, light flashes, and now when I press it, nothing happens. But you press it and you hold it, and then the light behind it turns red. Ready? Wait for it. Now it's red. Is Are you seeing that? Are you seeing that it's red? Now, one, two, three, four, five, when I unlock it, this is now in variable voltage mode, and this dial adjusts your voltage. So that's the lowest. This is three volts on the same build. I can't even inhale that long. It's nice and cool vapor. It's really, really weak and cool vapor. And then you turn it up. Let's say you just adjust it to taste. So that was three volts, so you give it like half a turn. Now we're like up into the maybe four and a half volt range. Little nicer, little warmer. Turn this all the way up. Oh no, let's stop there. Let's stop there. Let's try to let's try to aim for like the five volt range, sure. Why is it flashing at me? Why is you why are why is you flashing at me? My battery's dead. Oh my it could be my batteries are dead. Hold please. So while I got the bottom open and I'm replacing the batteries, I'm gonna show you the batteries go in always parallel. Both positive side up. Both always positive side up. In fact, this noisy cricket 2-25 has like built-in battery wraps on the inside. If I put my finger in here and pull out, there's like a battery wrap tube that sits on the inside of each of these chambers, each of these cylinders. You're not meant to take these out, you're meant to leave those in there. So that if maybe you have a questionable battery with like one little tiny gash on there and you're like, oh, I really don't wanna rewrap this, it works fine in all my other mods. This has like pre-built in battery wraps, positive side up on both of them. And this is how you switch from series to parallel. You see this right here, how it has two S's. This is going to leak everywhere. How it has two S's right there. Well, you pull this little circuit board off. And the two S's up means series. You flip it over, that means parallel. That means unregulated parallel or unregulated series or regulated series. The only way to get to the regulated setting to adjust your voltage is using series mode. But you flip this over and then suddenly you have a dual parallel unregulated noisy cricket styled device. So I'm gonna switch this back to series right now. I'm gonna put my batteries back in. This bottom cap part is kind of a bitch and a half to get on. You have to press down really hard to get it to go. So now, okay, now it's working. So hopefully we're in like the five volt range. Yes, in fact, those batteries were pretty dead. Still hot, now we can turn it up even more. We can turn it up to a full six volts of regulated six volts. And it's regulated, or we can turn it way back down. Let's turn it way back down. 
and you can take a much longer hit and it's like you know let much less voltage so let's get it back to series unregulated one two three four five and it flashes and now it's off so when i press the button nothing happens if i hold it the red light's going to go from red to white can you see it happen now it's white now i let go one two three four five and we're in series Ooh, series unregulated. This is where you take really, really short drags. Let's actually just make sure that this is a little bit wet before we go ripping on some series unregulated build. So hot, so fast. And boom, you're good. Now, let's switch this over just for fun since this is the second to last first impression that I'm gonna do. Let's switch it over to parallel. So we're going to switch this over to parallel so that the P's, <coughs> pardon me, so that the P's are facing up. Same thing, you got to flip this over, you got to press it down real hard, uh, 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 get it in there. And now we're in dual parallel unregulated. There's no way to regulate this. You can only do the regulation three to six volts in series mode. But right now we're in a dual parallel unregulated box mod configuration. Still works great, still nice and nice and cool. If I were to put something with a much lower resistance build on here, obviously it would be much, much more intense because it's a dual parallel unregulated. So far in my one day with this, it's been top notch. The bottom was a little bit hard to put on and I wish that it was completely rounded. It's slightly teardrop shaped. It's not completely the same diameter on both sides like the original Cricut was, but that makes it actually very conducive to the way that I like to vape with my finger on the button there. I don't know, man. Getting the Noisy Cricut 2-25, it can do dual parallel unregulated, it can do series unregulated, and it can do series regulated. The asking price on this, you won't even believe it. You remember how the original Noisy Cricket was going for like 17 bucks? Clicking over to a random website, which I've never heard of before, vapesourcing.com. They have the Wismec Noisy Cricket 2-25 mod in stock right now, $24.90. $25 for a box mod that is incredibly comfortable to hold, will do dual parallel unregulated, will do series unregulated, and will do series regulated from three to six volts with this little adjustment knob right here. That's, <laughs> what? That's unbelievable. That is freaking unbelievable to me. Ah. I don't even know. Obviously, I need to spend more time with this. I need to spend a lot more time with this. What if a week from now, the dial just completely breaks? I mean, that would be a huge bummer. What if two weeks from now, this little board on the bottom that you flip ups and upside down from series to regulated, from series to parallel, what if that breaks? What if the button gets stuck and it just is firing at you know, series unregulated build? This is why I use a mod for a long time. If this was the review right now, I would tell everybody that I know to go buy the Noisy Cricket 2-25. I think it's that cool. I think it's a very small package. I think it packs a lot of power and it is the most versatile mod that I have come across basically ever. Being able to do series unregulated or parallel unregulated or series regulated with a little dial, I think that's fantastic. So 
Like with all my first impressions, I am gonna spend a lot more time with that device, but it could turn out to be just the freaking coolest thing you've ever seen. Now, last thing I wanna talk about, I also got this from Wispec. This is the new JBO atomizer called the Neutron. What? Every time I say that, I can only think of that dumb song from the 80s, The Neutron Dance. So like the Marmusa RDTA, I have this built and wicked, and I haven't had a chance to vape it yet. This is an incredibly complex freaking atomizer. You can tear this down to the nuts and bolts and you'll have to if you want to get all of the modes out of it. It comes with a velocity style deck that is traditional, positive, negative. So you go in like a velocity, positive, negative, positive, negative, just like that, it works like a regular atomizer. Or you tear this completely down and you use a different center pin and a different peak insulator and a different negative pin and then a different negative pin over here. And it turns it into, remember that Rafale RDA where you went from, you know, positive to nothing and then nothing to negative? That's basically the same thing. Believe it or not, this is a dual fuse Clapton six wrap and it's one ohm because I switched this from a standard RDA into that like, I don't even know what you would call it. It's the RDA with the useless post. All it does is transfer the energy back around. So you can put a dual coil on here and have much higher ohms. This RDA is meant for series style builds, but in order to get there, you have to literally dismantle the whole thing and it's kind of a pain in the ass. The instructions are no help. Thankfully, on the Wismec site, they have an animated GIF that loops over and over and over and over. And I sat there watching this GIF, and I'm like, all right, it's all completely apart. Okay, that center pin. So I put that center pin in, and I'd wait for the GIF to reset, and I'd be like, okay, that's the insulator. Okay, that's that post. Wait for the GIF to reset. I'll be like, okay, that's that post. Screw it all together put my build on there, came out to one ohm. I'm gonna try the other anarchist juice on here. This is the blue slushy anarchist juice. Um, Dwayne, my BFF, he sent me all of the anarchist juices and they, they're sweet. He loves sweet flavors and I can't fault him for that. I'm not a huge fan of like overly sweet flavors and that's a lot of what I get from these anarchist juices. It's just a very, just a very sweet, 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 sweet flavor. These are spaced fused Claptons in here, and uh, they were glowing just amazingly. And, you know, under any other circumstances, these would have come out to like a 0.5, a dual coil. But because of the way this deck is now set up, it comes out to one ohm. So, what I'm gonna do is leave this at 90 watts because that's giving me like an unregulated series style build. It's giving me about eight volts. This has top airflow, but the airflow cap on the inside, it's kind of like the support. The airflow goes in the top and then down at your coils. It's, it's, it's basically the exact same airflow as the support. It goes in and down at your coils and then up into your mouth hole. So. It's good, here we got 90 watts at one ohm. It's giving me 8.9 volts. Let's see how it vapes. This is the Anarchist Blue, the Anarchist Blue Slushy. Nice hot vape. Dwayne, I love you, man. I miss you like crazy. I don't like this juice um, at all. I don't like this juice. In fact, I'm regretting uh, even putting it in this RDA right now.
The airflow is stellar, if not a little bit loud. This RDA, even though I'm not using it on the Noisy Cricket, I mean, this was designed for the Noisy Cricket. This was designed to be used on a series unregulated device because you can build really high without any effort. I mean, I built a one ohm coil in here without even trying. Like I just put a dual spaced fuse Clapton in here which normally probably would have been at about 0.5, which is fine for a series build anyway. But now the fact that it's a one ohm on a series build, dude, that's kind of amazing. And it was effortless. I mean, granted, I had to take apart the deck and re-put it back together, but it was basically effortless. I can only assume that this will be just as cheap, if not cheaper, than the uh, than the noisy cricket too. Let's let's try to find it here. The Jbo Neutron. All right, let's go to Element Vape. It's the same price. The Neutron RDA is the same price as the noisy cricket version two. That means for eighty ninety dollars, you could get the cricket version two, regulated unregulated box mod, and you could pick up the neutron rda and have an amazing series build rda for 90 bucks 90 bucks that's cheaper than the dna 133 that i was just talking about unbelievable jbo wismac i don't know how you guys do it this shit's dirt cheap it seems to be built okay i got another rdta recently from wismac that is just of the worst quality ever i'll talk about it next week in the vlog actually it's junky. Jbo and Wismec seem to knock certain things, like the Noisy Cricket, like the Neutron, out of the park. And other times, you know, it's like this RDTA god. It's all it's held together by O-rings. It's got this weird, stupid, wonky top airflow that is just the worst. It seems like uh, they're they're pretty hit and miss. Thankfully, with this and the Noisy Cricket, they're pretty hit. And yes, I will be changing the juice in this RDA almost instantaneously. I want to try to vape it dry so that I can just instantly put a new juice in here. Like I said, Dwayne, if you're watching this, I love you. I miss you like crazy. I do not like this anarchist blue juice. It just tastes very bad. It kind of tastes like sugary cough syrup to me. I'm sorry. I love you. I don't like this juice. I'm sorry. I'm going to put something else in here right away. So yeah, let's not make this vlog any longer than it needs to be. Neutron RDA, so far, it's rocking. It's complicated, man. It's a complicated RDA. I intended to have the Squid Dude RDA in this vlog. Squid Dude RDA will hopefully be in the next vlog. Um, I just talked to Ryan. He's sending it over. We already have him for sale on the Namberjuice site, and I haven't even got to try it yet, but I'm so freaking excited to try it. It looks so effing cool. But yeah, Neutron, Cricket, we got a bunch of cool stuff in the first impressions. There's going to be more cool stuff in the next first impressions. I'm going to wrap up this first impressions. How many more times can I possibly say first impressions? So yeah, real quick, uh, I'm not going to do a review for a thing that never got reviewed. What I'm going to do is a retro vaping.
Well, I made the very bold statement last week that mech mods are coming back. And trust me, mech mods are coming back. And I don't even have a vested interest in that. It's not like I'm releasing a mech mod, which I wish I was releasing a mech mod because mech mods are coming back. But the mech mod, so I was talking about how I'm going to go through and go through a bunch of my old mech mods and bring them out and see how they still function. And a lot of people wanted to see this guy. This is the rig version one. I remember praising this thing like just a crazy person. Now this isn't the same rig that I reviewed in my video that many years ago. This is one that I got kind of shortly after that. It was only like two or three months later from RJ Vapes. Anyway, I'm gonna post a link down in the description to my original rig, v rig version one review. And what I'm gonna do right now is put a battery in here and put a recoil on here because this is the only atomizer that I have that kind of has a single 18650 mech mod build in it. It's 0.2, which isn't, I mean, it's not, it'll work fine. It'll work fine. And if I remember correctly, this screws up to the atomizer. This unscrews here. I'm gonna put the battery in there and I'm gonna screw this down. This has that double adjustment pin in the top. Am I getting any battery rattle? Okay, God, this is gonna be, this is going to be the world's weakest vape. A .2 on a single 18650, it's just gonna be weak. It's well within the battery specifications of this particular battery as far as amp limits go, but I know for sure that it's going to feel incredibly, incredibly weak. Additionally, the recoil does not look great on the rig version one. Just saying, hashtag just saying, it's a 24 millimeter atomizer. It does not look good on the rig V1. The rig V1 is a 24 millimeter, uh, you know, mod, but it has this tapered lip at the top, so really it's designed for 22 millimeter atomizers. But here we go, Rig V1. I got a battery, I got a 0.2 ohm build, and eventually, eventually it will produce vapor. I'm going to have to purge the crap out of this thing. Okay, not bad. I mean, not amazing. But not bad. I overdripped, and when I purged, I just squirted juice out of the holes. Okay, so let's give that another try. Not bad. Not bad at all. The rig has always been a workhorse. It's always hit really nice. It's always hit really hard. There's still more juice in there. How much did I overdrip? It's something that I never even notice in the freaking recoil, but apparently I overdripped a lot. Let's try it again without purging this time. This has the three pound spring in the button. The first thing I did when I got this, I remember very vividly being at RJ Vapes up in Anaheim, which I think they moved. Yes, I've been to their new store. This was their old store, RJ Vapes up in Anaheim. I swapped out the spring. I swapped out the spring for the three pound spring because the five pound spring in here was just far, far too much. Not as hot as I'd like, not as warm as I would like, but it's still a really nice performer. If this was at like, even just a little bit lower, if this was like a 0.16 ohm coil on here, then it would be rockin' and pure rock and roll on this mech mod. But as it stands, it's not doing amazing. It's doing fine. Obviously, you can see that it's doing fine. It's just not doing amazing. The rig mod, 
super beefy, super ridiculous. It's just a really heavy, beefy workhorse mod. If your favorite atomizer is a 22 millimeter atomizer and there's rig V1s that are still around, in fact, I think I have a spare rig V1 in there. I'll have to look. I'll update you next week in the vlog if I have a spare rig V1 because I would love that to go to some vapor because this is a classic piece of vaping history. You know what I mean? It's iconic. The rig mod has just become an iconic thing. The rig, the rig V2, the pig rig, and now they're doing the stuff with MTurk and now my air conditioner's coming on. But yeah, the rig mod. Still a workhorse, still beefy, just kind of looks ridiculous. I wish I had a low resistance 22 millimeter atomizer handy. I just don't. It just simply does not exist right now. But what are you going to do? I got a recoil and I got a rig and it's vaping just fine. So there, there you go. Nice quick little retro vaping with the Rig V1. I still feel like this is a really solid mech mod. I really like the button. I really like the throw. It's really smooth. It hits it hits nice and hard, even with this 0.2 ohm build on here, which this is a 0.2 ohm alien wire build on here. If this was a 0.2 ohm like round wire, I think it would I think it would ramp up a lot faster than it does with this 0.2 ohm alien wire IMO. Let's give it one, I promise, the last pull. Nice. It's working nice. Thank you, Rig Mod. There you go. Next week, I'm hoping to have the Rig V3 and the that MTurk atomizer. I'm hoping to have both of those in the first impression. So good choice on the Rig Mod here. If you have any other mech mods that you've ever seen me review or that you've ever wanted to see me, maybe I have them and I've just never reviewed them, let me know. I'm going to dig through my box of tube mods. I'm going to pull out a bunch of mech mods, and we're going to be talking all about mech mods in the in the future retro vapings, at least for like through the end of the year. I just want to do nothing but talk about mech mods in my retro vaping. I think that's a good way to go. I'm really excited about it. But right now, we're going to wrap up this vlog. Um, I, I'm not going to do a review for a thing that never got reviewed because that's just going to make this vlog way too long. What I'm going to do right now is skip ahead to my favorite comments of the week. Oh no, I forgot a shout out. Oh, Keenan, I hope you watch the whole vlog. <laughs> I'm sorry, Keenan. It's your birthday. October 20th is your birthday. Today is your birthday, and I forgot your shout-out. Keenan, happy birthday, bro. I apologize. You get a shout-out right before my favorite comments of the week. I apologize. That should have been in the shout-outs. I hope you watch this far into the vlog, or I hope you at least, if you fast-forward, that you watch my favorite comments of the week, because now you'll get your birthday shout-out. Happy birthday, Keenan! I'm wishing you a very super-duper happy, just the happiest of happy birthdays. I apologize that I messed that. Dang. Man, I really suck at this. So, favorite comments of the week. I only have three favorite comments of the week this week, and they were all... Eh, not really super horrible. They were actually kind of funny. I have a feeling Jacob here was going for comment of the week, but I don't even really understand what this means. He just wrote, I'd lick those eyes, daddy. I don't even know. I don't know what that means, Jacob. I don't know. 
I don't know if you want to lick my eyeballs. The weird thing is, uh, this is the most random story I've ever told in my life. Um, me and me and the guys that I used to work with at Starbucks um, in the roasting department on graveyard shift, Chris and Meat, we used to be obsessed with Katy Perry's eyes. She did this commercial for like Maybelline or CoverGirl or something like that, where she like she only shows her eyes, and I was just like, I want to lick her eyeballs. Like, I was obsessed with Katy Perry's eyeballs, and I've said that I want to lick those eyes. I didn't I didn't put daddy at the end. I just said I want to lick Katy Perry's eyeballs, and that's why that was just so weird to me. I don't know if you want to lick my eyes. I don't really have lickable eyes. Like, I feel like they're not really lickable eyes, but I don't know. What are you going to do? Um, this guy, no idea what's up with him. He just wrote, Ty wrote, just Ty wrote, he just wrote, um, your atomizer is a butt plug. That doesn't, <laughs> that is ridiculous. That's a ridiculous thing to say. Your atomizer is a butt plug. What is that? That's so dumb. Anyway, um, last comment of the week, Sheik. My, one of my most, uh, most favorite loyal subscribers, Iron Sheik. Um, he said the only thing Sheik wants the FDA to ban is burping. <laughs> Every time I burp in a video, Sheik is there to condemn me. Um, he hates the burps. I apologize to Sheik. This is the Sheik that I'm apologizing to every time I burp. I'm apologizing to Sheik because every it's so ingrained in my brain, in my memories. Oh, yeah. Sheik hates it when I burp. So every time I burp, I apologize. I apologize to Sheik. So one last time, Sheik, I apologize. I've actually met Sheik. I met him at... Uh, VPX in Niagara Falls, super nice guy, super normal, not nice, down to earth, super normal dude. And uh, he just, uh, you know, we have this kind of ongoing joke that he hates it when I burp. So I apologize. Yes, the FDA should knock on my door for, uh, for burping. Anyway, so I think that's going to wrap up this vlog. Again, Keenan, I apologize. I didn't get your shout out in the right segment of the vlog, but it's still in the vlog. I hope you saw it and I hope you had a really good birthday. Again, I just burped. And I'm really sorry, Sheik. Let me take one more quick look around to see if I forgot anything. I am going to have, uh, you know, obviously some more first impressions next week. I got the the Griffin 25mm Plus. Uh, there's a couple other RDAs in there. I'm hoping to have the Squid Dude by then. I'm hoping to have Rig V3 and the M-Turk RDA by then. Just, uh, you know, normal good stuff. Um, of course... I always have to stress, vote no on Prop 56, go to august8th.org, do everything you can to help protect vaping. If you feel like you want to do something right now, go to righttobesmokefree.org and donate them money for this lawsuit. I Maybe I'm just an optimist, but I do believe, I do believe that we can beat this. I do believe that. We have allies. We have Senator Ron Johnson, who is our ally. He is holding the FDA accountable for their regulations. We have the lawsuit. We have litigation pathways that we're taking that are going to be really expensive. We have the Cole Bishop Amendment, which if we can change that predicate date, will really, really help out our cause. I am very optimistic, and I do believe, I do believe that if we all actually give a shit that we can do something we can change this but that's what i got for this week everybody thank you thank you so much for watching um i haven't said this in a while you don't have to do everything but you do have to do something help protect your right to not smoke cigarettes 
I'm just going to sit here with my noisy cricket. I'm going to start editing video. I might make myself a sandwich later, but that's what I got, everybody. Thank you so much for watching, and as always, yeah, let's keep on vaping. Oh, it's in, uh, it's in parallel mode. Forgot about that.